Oh my gosh, welcome. All right, they got Star Wars, they got the nice. new trailer. Problems okay. with the the new Star Trek because I've had some conversations when people, you know, it, 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 Star Wars led into Star Trek. Yes. And like I brought, you know, I mentioned my concerns and that I mean, your it's concerns clearly, about Abrams doing the new Star Wars, the new Star Trek, not the new Star Wars. I think oh. he's suited for Star Wars because I think he loves Star Wars. Okay. He has openly said, I'm, you know, I wasn't a fan of Star Trek. Right. I had to start watching it and it shows. Yes. Uh, Jurassic World. So wait, what World. is the next Star Trek? The Force Awakens. Did you not see the? Oh, the next Star Trek. Oh, they're yeah. going to start their mission. Oh, they they're haven't gonna, started they're gonna, yet. They're going to actually go on the five-year mission. They, they talked about it in part two. I thought they've been on the five-year mission. That's why they were on that planet with the white. No, people. no. Kirk was talking about it in part two. He's like, "Oh, we maybe we'll get that mission. Maybe oh, we'll get the five-year mission." Me, the captain, who I was a cadet. Now I'm a captain of a starship. Because <laughs> presumably there's no one else qualified to be a captain except there are because I was right. demoted and there were plenty of old guys around he that was, table of captains. Did he actually start the Federation when he took over the Enterprise? Like he was like, man, they got assigned to they all got assigned to ships, right? Mm hmm. Like he was just riding around his motorcycle. and They're like, you've got promise, kid. Here, jump on these jump ships. Yeah. And join the Federation. That was yeah. that was the deal. Because you didn't have to apply for the academy back in those days. You just show up. You just show up, and yeah. then they just we're gonna place him on a ship, and then because of his moxie, he got the top rank of the ship. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm just checking. Exactly. All right. All the other people that work their asses off. Yeah. For years and years and years, like it's like uh, Uhura. It's like, hey, hey, guy, do you know Romulan? Or do you know, um, do you know, yeah, do you know Romulan? No, not really. Do you no. know Romulan, new girl? Yes, I do. Okay, yeah. you're replaced. She's taking your station now, forever. <laughs> she is now the head of translations. Huh? Well, could she just work by my side and we can work together because I'm clearly more experienced? No, you're demoted. Get the hell off the bridge. She's the person now, forever of translations. Right. You might as well resign because you are no use to Starfleet anymore. So that's how it works now in J.J. Abrams Federation. Exactly. So I don't know that he gives two craps about how like military organizations actually work realistically. Right. You, it's become it's somehow he's made it more far fetched. Than it used to be. <laughs> than it used to be, right. It's like it it's was originally somewhat acceptable that you could transport yourself down to a planet and go faster than the speed of light. But now, through sheer moxie, you can pr pr proceed through the ranks. Exactly. Also, you can transport to Kronos from Earth. Oh, my God. Yeah. R Immediately. making all starship warp drives obsolete. It's like, well, we can go to our enemy's planet in a single bound, and they can probably do the same. Mm -hmm. So that's a problem. We have no yeah. distance between us. You know, when I, f when I first saw that, I was like, this is BS. I mean, obviously, you could argue most of Star Trek is BS. But this in particular, I was like, well, what the hell? However, in the original series, Gary Seven was using a similar technology. That's how he was beaming down to the 1960s from some faraway planet that they never heard of. Yeah, it was some sort of a transporter that they intercepted and they, then he wound up on their transporter pad and they're like, huh? Yeah. So the technology existed, but it was really far fetched even for Spock and Kirk. Uh huh. So, yeah, it was uh, it was well beyond their means. And now apparently it's not. Yeah. They, you know, the the old the, the, the new tricks have had some good moments. Uh, I mean, I like the first one, but the second one, just Wrath of Khan. Yeah. Reboot this poor. Yep. You know, ugh. and he lied about it, too. He's like, no, that's not con. Right. That's not con at all. No, no, oh, no, wait, no, no. it's con. Yeah, it's con, everybody. I fooled it's you. Con. It's like, not no, only you didn't. Is it, not only no. is it. Yeah, no, you didn't. But not only is it con, but like we're going to remind you of lines from the other movie that was actually done well. Yeah. So you're going to constantly be comparing it to the other movie. Yes. Yeah. This is and and we've already seen a retread of Khan. The last generation's movie was basically right. a retread of Khan, where Data sacrificed himself for the right. good of the one. Right. And then they had the, then they had Beta, who was like Data reborn, and he stored his memory. It was the same thing. They just redid Wrath of Khan for I the know. next generation crew, and now they're doing it again. Yep. 
Well, oh they never my. even bothered it. They were like, here's a backdoor for the next sequel, which there never was. Yeah. No, no, there wasn't. Um, <laughs> and then they redo the part, but it, now it's Kirk that sacrifices himself, except Kirk isn't all jacked up like Spock was. Like Spock was, his face was melting off of his oh, yeah, face yeah. Right. from all the radiation. And Kirk was still like decently good looking, except for mm-hmm. a little splash of blood. And it's like, right. no, he's fine. He looks fine. He'll be fine. He has not was, been exposed to a lot of radiation. You knew that Kirk was going to come back. And and partially because Spock was in the same scenario in the original Wrath of Khan, so he came back. So I was watching it and I was thinking, well, how are they going to bring Kirk back? I was thinking back when he was already doing the little reactor moves trying uh-huh. to save the ship. I was like, okay, so now he's going to die. How are they going to bring him back? Oh, wait, Khan's blood. And I already had fast-forwarded way beyond where I was in the movie. Yeah. So, like, that was kind of spoiled for me, too, just in knowing how the the story works. Yeah, and you and you didn't know. Like, back when they did the original Rathacon, you didn't know if they were going to bring back Spock. Right. You had no and, idea. Or even if you did, you might have, you know, you might have seen it after the fact. Like, maybe you would watched it on video yeah. after Star Trek Four or something like that had come out. So you knew Spock had to come back somehow. But the fact that the credits roll before Spock ever comes back is like, wow, that's, that's yeah, commitment. He's done. Yeah, he's done. Mm-hmm. We launched his body into space. They did a funeral. He lands on the Genesis planet. So some people may have been like, well, maybe he can, you know, maybe they'll reconstruct his body. Yeah. And then their I friends mean, that... are like, no, that's stupid. He's dead, bro. <laughs> not doing another Star Trek. <laughs> that's not happening. Some people, some people knew what was going to happen, but. See, but with case... this, it was like, this is a franchise. You're clearly not going to kill that dude. You should have mm-hmm. picked a lesser character. You're not going to kill off your Kirk. You should have right. picked a look. Pick Chekhov. Pick Sulu. Would you have killed them? Quite possibly. I could buy that. <laughs> with Pick, um, p- with um, regards to the other Abrams movie, the Star Wars movie, mm-hmm. we, we've so we've we are familiar with the uh, teaser as of right now. Yes. Um, and what is what are your thoughts on it? I think it's exciting. Okay. I, I think I like that the first shot is there's a black stormtrooper. Mm-hmm. It's great. It's like now there's one additional black person in the Star Wars universe, which is awesome. <laughs> Hooray! Now Lando has a friend. Um, and then there's an additional I mean, woman. Like, and now, yeah. okay, we're we're already up in the minorities in the Star Wars universe. <laughs> right, the woman on the not speeder bike. Yeah. This is a this is our dumpster that can hover. Yeah, exactly. So I liked it. I like. I actually. Uh, I saw it with a friend well, on Thanksgiving night, but mm-hmm. we saw like the fake fan trailer, and we thought that was it. Like, oh, that's cool. But then the next day, what was day, the fake fan trailer like? Oh, uh, it was. You know, it started with um, uh, the Vader's body burning, and like scenes straight from mm-hmm. Return of the Jedi. I'm right there. Okay. That should have told you this is so fake. Just, but I thought they were just, just okay. They're connected. Okay. Yeah, they're just connecting the two. They're connecting right. them. Then you see older, uh, older um, uh, Luke Skywalker at like dressed up like Obi Wan and like, oh, okay, Luke Skywalker, and you know he's going to be in it. So yeah, this seems sure. legitimate. Okay. And um, you know, then you see uh, a battle with the with the Millennium Falcon, and you hear the voice of Harrison Ford like, "You mind if an old an old space pirate jumps in here?" Uh, but I think that was probably from like a video game. Like the whole scene was probably from a video game. Wow. You see the dude that's a stormtrooper in the desert, but like probably from another movie. They pulled mm-hmm. a clip from another movie, probably. And there you go. Um, that's so, so that was funny that. because the, the, when I when I saw the trailer, the teaser, um, it reminded me that this was fan made. There were so many quality fan made trailers out, or you know, just of stuff that's not going to happen. Or just like five minute videos of Star Wars stuff. Yeah. Like everyone does so, such high quality stuff. When I watched this, I was like, this just feels like a fan trailer. When when the guy pops up in the Stormtrooper outfit, I'm like, oh, that's a fan wearing a Stormtrooper outfit. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you mean the real trailer? You felt like yeah, the, the real, real trailer teaser, felt like a fan it trailer. It felt like a fan trailer. Okay. That's is how that, I felt. Is that a compliment? I, I don't think it is but the thing is is when you said that the other trailer had harrison ford and mark hamill in it 
I thought that's what this was missing. And I understand it's a teaser. It's not going to have everything. But because it didn't have those guys, to me, made it seem like, oh, anyone could have done this teaser. Like, it just didn't seem to me like groundbreaking. And I understand this is real. This actually is relevant to the movie. I, I still didn't feel that way. For some reason, it didn't move me like, wow, what? I've never seen that before, you know? I think this was just an FU to the Jurassic World trailer. I don't even know that they were planning to release a trailer. And then okay. Jurassic World released their trailer like the day before Thanksgiving or something. And mm-hmm. then these guys are like, let's put something together. Screw those guys. F them. <laughs> okay. um, and, and also, to be fair, this is for a movie that's over a year away. So I'm sure we're going to see Wars. a lot. Yes, the Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Tra- I'm sure we're going to see a lot more. This is just oh, like yeah. the first taste. This is like a drop, a droplet of flavor from the right. Thanksgiving meal that will be the movie experience. Right. It's just like a drop of gravy. Here's some gravy. Here's mm-hmm. a preview of what the gravy tastes like. Right. And then we'll give you more morsels, and then you'll get the meal in a year and a half. <laughs> yeah, it's I brilliant. Mean, I figured as much. And yeah, look, definitely there are going to be some trailers that have Carrie Fisher, Harrison Ford, Mark Hamill in oh, them. Yeah. And, I, and I totally get that. I'm just saying, like, Everyone's freaking out over this teaser and I'm a huge Star Wars fan. And I was like, look, I'm over at my in-laws. I'm not prepared to fully absorb this. I'm going to wait till I'm home in front of my television and stream YouTube onto my television and enjoy it. Like it's supposed to be felt not on my phone. Like yeah. I didn't want that to be my first exposure to this okay. teaser. You didn't but want anyway, it to be cheap. Yeah. And, and honestly, I'm not. I'm not disappointed with it. I'm only disappointed in how much hype was behind it before I actually sat down and watched it. That's all. Well, that's the media hype machine, man. You got to always downplay the hype. Right. And I tried. I knew it was going to happen and it it happened. Well, of course, I mean, they they break down clips of everything. So, like, here's a, you know, shot by shot breakdown of the trailer and what it might mean. It's like, no, you're going to be completely wrong. So I'm going to avoid those articles. Within minutes of the trailer's release. You, what you uh, what people should do, though, is if uh, they should go to uprocks.com uh, because they posted this. I don't know if they made it, but someone – I read about it on uprocks.com. Someone made, like, the George Lucas version of okay. this trailer, and it's just mm-hmm. a bunch of more crap. in this. It's like the actual trailer, but mm-hmm. it's like a bunch of stuff in the background – a la the way George Lucas just likes to add tons and tons <laughs> of CGI, CGI stuff yeah. in the background. So after this podcast, <laughs> that look that funny. up. Star Trek, the uh, Star Wars, the Force Awakens trailer, George Lucas version, or George nice. Lucas edit. Look edition. at you promoting other websites on our podcast. What? They should, yeah. they should send us some, uh, some traffic our way. Yeah, they should, because we'll be so big. Yeah. They'll owe us. You owe us now, Uprox. Up I'm expecting a check. We need we need money and or traffic visit, please. We it's an equal exchange. We're probably going to get most of our show ideas from these websites. That's true. Like Uproxx and HipFix and Cinema Blend and Screen hey, meter Rant. it out. Meter it out. Yeah. Dole it out. Don't don't just dump it all in the first. No, episode. all of it. HipFix, AV Club. Oh no. Ain't it cool? All these. These are all. This is our source. You don't even to listen to us. Just go to them. I'm not even sure if I'm caught up on Agents of Shield. What? What? Uh, What's the last I, I episode think the you last watched? Last one I saw. Last one I saw was they revealed the three-dimensional version of the. Okay, blueprint. so you're only like one or two episodes behind. Okay, so there is some more I need to catch up. Yeah, on. but there oh, is a pretty big on, reveal in the last episode, though. There was a pretty yeah. big, um, like, wow. Okay, now I'm getting more and more of the picture of what's okay. going on. So it's pretty cool. Cool. But you haven't seen it, so we can't discuss it then. So Boo. great. I'm I'm ill prepared for this episode. Yeah. Well, good. We and, don't have to put a spoiler. Uh, I am caught alert, up though. on the Flash. Oh, good. Good. Because it's interesting. A... The Flash. Yeah. See, I'm big into it. I honestly think the Flash is my favorite comic book show on TV, or it's even a... in the last decade, really, because I think it's better than Smallville. Once, well, yeah, it, of course it's better than Smallville. Uh, there's a lot <laughs> that's better than Smallville. Yeah. Um, once, but but to be fair, the Flash was able to build upon the successes and failures of Smallville, so it's like it has that advantage. You At know, least it, it learned from the mistakes, though, because I feel like Arrow did not learn from mistakes of Smallville. Really, I, I really yeah. enjoy Arrow. 
No, I'm not into Arrow at all. Okay, well, we'll, we'll talk. Let's stick with The Flash first, and we'll get into <laughs> Arrow. Okay. So The Flash. Yes. I, You know what? As soon as you suspend your disbelief about him being able to magically move people without momentum tearing them apart, uh-huh. then it's a very fun show. Right. And it's great. He Basically, his power is he moves things from yeah. one place to another. That's his power. That's what okay. he does. He Basically, just does it mostly himself. Yes, uh, but but mm-hmm. when he when he saves people, it's just I'm gonna move you yeah. over here. So he's he carries people. He has the you power know, it's to carry his people. His little field of protection, I'm guessing. You know. Yeah. No, you have to assume that everyone is enveloped in the yeah. warp field or the speed right. force in right. order to survive without having whiplash at the least. Oh yeah. And severe or the, neck the friction, injuries at the most. The friction from the air and, and debris going through you. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, yeah. So you, as once you buy into that, you're golden. And well, then it's a great show. And then he basically is like Nightcrawler, where you just transport to safety. <laughs> that's what it um, feels. That's what it seems like to you. Boom. In, have, in having read several comic book issues of it and and other uh, characters from the comic books, I'm kind of already there. And I think that's one of the things that I love the most about this show. It's it's just a straight up unapologetic comic book show. Yeah, we're just going to do it what they do in the comic books. No apologies at all. No explanation. All of our super villains from day one. They're going to have superpowers. He's going to fight them. They're going to be just like the characters from the the comic book. At least their powers are going to be just like them. Yeah, ish. They're they're like yeah. their care. You know, like Captain Cold is like. Um... Uh, I mean, you know, he's a methodical guy, so he does share that, I guess, with the, the other Captain Cold that's supposed to be like a methodical, uh, efficient right. villain. And mm-hmm. and you're like more of an uh, and, and it has some sort of honor code, which I don't think we've seen in like the Flash's Captain Cold yet. Not but yet, he, no. But, uh, you know, so but I mean, I can see this guy like being like, OK, this is somewhat like the Captain Cold, like a realistic version, because he seems right. like he's not evil. He just, you know. I know what I want, and I know an efficient way to get it. Mm-hmm. And if it happens to hurt people, that's not really my concern. Right. But beyond that, it's like he's not like going out of his way. Well, yes, it's debatable. But uh, <laughs> you know, I like the I like the guy they picked for Captain Cold, and they've right. already previewed um, Captain Boomer. A lot of captains. A lot of captains in the uh, Flash's uh, Rogues Gallery. That is true. A lot of the cap, Captain Captain. He's got a few captains. <laughs> captain Captain. I'm the captain of captains. I did hear that Captain Boomerang has been debuted in Arrow. Arrow. Yep. And it was right. like a it was like a blade. It was like, he didn't knock someone out. He threw it was like a blade boomerang, and okay. he threw it and it stabbed someone in the back. So it's like oh. okay, now you've made Captain Boomerang from a silly guy into mm-hmm. a real threat. Right. But how does he catch those blade boomerangs then? Maybe he has mm-hmm. a glove? I don't know. Or he's just that good. He catches them on the side. Oh, he catches with both of his hands a clap. <laughs> or maybe he um, knows how to dodge them. Here, here's the thing. it's So Smallville, it was like Clark pre-Superman, full-on Superman. Like yeah. He didn't wear any costume. He didn't yeah, he just wore the colors. regularly. He At all. I don't think he ever flew. Learned. Maybe in the last episode. He didn't fly. Well, he, no, he did fly if he had red kryptonite or if the Kryptonian um, ship like mesmerized him into to flying. Like it was always like in his dreams or something. He would sleep fly. Um, but yeah, like actually control of his flight and flying around. He never did. Yeah. And he never wore the costume until like the very end of the series. Mm-hmm. And that was the idea from day one. It's like, this is the prequel to Superman. But um, yeah. um. And, and he was the blur. Yeah, sure. And I'm sure. like, you should call the Flash the blur, because he's like no. the blur. I, no, I always went, you mean like the blur in Smallville? <laughs> 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 like the blur? <laughs> no, he's the so, streak. So Smallville was such and such a prequel, and then they would introduce villains who shouldn't have been introduced until after Superman, but whatever. Yeah, like Lex and Luthor. <laughs> Arrow is like kind of sort of current. Arrow, it's still early Arrow, and there's still some villains popping up here and there. But they they went to Arrow because he doesn't have superpowers, so they didn't have to worry so much about special effects. Yeah, in that. Well, Arrow's, and then Gotham Arrow's... is pre Batman, and again, yeah. it's a character who has no superpowers. But we're not focusing on Batman; we're focusing on tertiary characters, or secondary characters like Jim Gordon and Alfred and whatnot. Yeah. 
Um, but even if it were today, Batman, you would still have a character without superpowers and you wouldn't have too many special effects. Whereas the Flash, it is he is the Flash. He's got full on super speed. He's going to test his limitations. And then his supervillains all have superpowers. Go. Yeah. It well, it seemed like there was no corner cutting in order to allot for a limited TV budget. They're just like, we're going to go full on and, and F it because we have the technology today. Yeah, exactly. Now, and they do. They, it's great. It looks great when they get it right. Every yeah. once in a while, it looks hokey, but when they get it right, like when he's really running, like even mm-hmm. that first episode when he was running around that twister, that looked fantastic. When uh-huh. and when it's not him at all, don't don't even try to blend like the super effect with showing his face. Just so you, you just show your CGI Flash doing right. his thing, and it looks mm-hmm. beautiful. Yeah. And when they try to like blend his face in there, then it looks weird. It's like this looks yeah. weird. Don't do that. Right, right. Because we should even we... in major blockbuster movies they try that and it never works out. Either. Yeah, we, sh- um, we shouldn't but... even see his still face. Like you should never see his still face. His face wouldn't be still. It would be yeah. like blurry basically because sure. he'd be mic- he'd be micro moving it all over the place. Yep. Like Write when he when he when he hides his um, you know when he tries to hide his identity from uh, uh, West. From Iris, yes. From Iris West. Yep. Oh, and that was great how they had the uh, the reverse flash like threaten Joe West. Yes. That was that was awesome. I wonder if he's going to tell um, uh, Barry's dad about that. Like, I can't keep going your case because I saw him. I saw the guy that you talked about. Mm. Like, not just that I believe Barry, but I I saw him. Like, I know that you are telling the truth without a doubt. And it's not just my belief in your son. It's right. like I absolutely believe you, but I... there is nothing I can do about it. I think uh, that would be something because doesn't he owe it to him as a partner to say, look, I mean, like he did already kind of say that, right? No. He's, yeah. He he's... told him, I believe you and I'm going to try to help you prove it. But now right. he's like, I saw the guy. I right. know I saw You're the not guy. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I know the dude who did it. He threatened me. Yeah. Because when he did tell him, he confessed to him. But that's when that guy tried to kill him. And then that's mm-hmm. when Barry's dad saw the flash for the first time. So, so what's even he up knew this, he wasn't uh, crazy, except that was like a not a bad version of a person what's coming with that up power. this summer. We've got uh, is Age of Ultron coming out this summer. Yes, we do. As that looks well good. as James Spader. Awesome. Sounds great as Ultron. Yeah, he sounds really good. Mm hmm. Uh, what else is coming up? Um, oh, isn't the Superman versus Batman Batman versus Superman? Is, Is that, that this year out? or next year? I think they pushed it back to like oh, 2016. Lord. If yeah. I if I knew what the, the the premise of the show was, I would have printed out the Marvel calendar or the DC calendar <laughs> so we could. Well, review we know that it. Avengers is coming up. The, that that is the next one since we've been seeing full on trailers for it. As of and right that's going to start the uh, at the, after that they're going to start the whole uh, Civil War. Which is interesting. Yes. Now, and you that, you have read uh, the Civil War story? I have not line? read the Civil War, but I'm aware of it, where Captain America is against the registration of yes. uh, superpower beings, and Iron Man mm-hmm. is for it. And Spider-Man Correct. reveals his identity. He sides mm-hmm. with Iron Man and reveals his identity. So I'm aware of right. the uh, the Civil War premise to that extent. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a good story. Some people didn't like it. it. They didn't like the way it resolved. I thought it resolved just fine. How did it resolve? Um, Ultimately, you know, it, it it rose to a climax, this battle, and then eventually Captain America came to his senses and realized that this battle was doing more harm than good because what they're supposed to be fighting for is for the average person. And in them fighting each other and causing all this destruction in, in the battle, they weren't thinking about the people. So Captain America said, I'm just truce. I'm done fighting. Lay down your arms. I'm turning myself in. That's okay, and then everyone, um, and then then everyone had like, to Captain register. Captain America never gives up, but uh, it's it. He'll give up if he understands that giving up is the right thing to do. You know, he's not an obsessive character who's going to just dismiss the greater good. Yeah, no, definitely not. Mm-hmm. But then that means that the other people that were fighting, registering, like submitted and like registered their secret identities. Um. You know, you'd think so, right? I don't think they even acknowledge it much. Oh, they they did they did set up like some some authorized, um, registered groups 
But I think what ultimately happened was Norman Osborn became part of the the government. Uh huh. And then they were like, "Oh wait, government's not so good." <laughs> and then it that all kind of went back to where it was originally. Okay. Yeah. Plus, Spider Man's identity got retconned out of existence by Mephisto with the one more day one more day uh, storyline yeah, which bullshit storyline uh, yeah I, I I have issues with that I have issues when you have a lot of continuity and you decide to throw it away yeah just start to reboot the thing like ultimate spider-man that's what that was yeah but just he's reboot part it. of the 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 main Marvel universe so just rebooting is essentially what one more day did while remaining him in the Marvel universe you know Ultimate Spider-Man was outside. It's a separate universe. Yeah. And Plus, they killed him Spider -Man. off. Yeah, they killed off Peter in the Ultimate World. Yeah, we got Miles Morales. Yes. See, si, claro que si. What? I like. I like that they. I like to have a minority Spider-Man, dude. I think True. That's cool. I. You know what? The, what I wish when they did Amazing Spider-Man, mm -hmm. and that horrible, oh, abortion of a movie that first one was awful i liked the second one i thought it was all right oh i still have yet to see the second one i actually have the disc downstairs ready to watch you and should i, watch I have it. yet it's, to watch it I'm, I, I'm going to i will say this about the second one that him in the costume the way he acts is the mm -hmm. way i imagine spider-man acts he's nice. a cocky he's a teenager and he's kind of Good. he's a he's cool but he's like a smart aleck too you know and he's like mm -hmm. very like it's weird he's odd He's, he's right. not like, I'll save the day. He's like, you know, hey, you know, I mean, he's having a like a conversation with Mary. Well, not Mary Jane with um, with um, the Gwen blonde. Stacey. Yeah. Gwen, Gwen Stacy, like mm -hmm. a boyfriend fighting with his girlfriend. But he's in the costume like, no, you can't. You got to leave right now. But he's like struggling with her. But he's in the costume. It's great. It's nice. I love his rapport in the costume. It's but, one of the things that I like about the Flash casting is they basically made him a Peter Parker type. Yeah. He's the young, scrawny, you know, nerdy type kid. Um, all the all the trappings of a Peter Parker, the likability factor of a Peter Parker. Yeah. Um, but, of course, he's the Flash, not Spider-Man. But even so, Barry Allen was never really known to be that. He was always, like, an adult, maybe um, late 20s, if not 30s, and was on the police force as the forensic expert yeah, that he is. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I'm liking I'm liking what the the TV show is doing. But I'm sorry, I'm, I'm just derailing your Spider-Man. No problem. We could, well, we weren't done with the. I mean, uh, yeah. But the, the thing is, with the Flash shows, they gave him a tragic parent story. So it's like in the in the superhero universe, like um, um, if a if a guy has father issues, he becomes a superhero. Have you seen the Star Wars Rebels? show no I've, I've seen trailers for it though it looks good um it's uh, it's available on the disney xd app if you uh, want to use that on your streaming service your streaming uh, uh box I've, i'm using a roku uh -huh. personally um but uh, they've basically they've got all the episodes there it's a decent show i mean you kind of got to accept that it's for you know young teenagers or or tweeners all right, but let me let me stop so, you one second. Hold on one second okay. with that thought. Okay. Hold on. This is Star Wars Rebels, right? Let me jot this down so we get back to it. Just okay. to go back to Amazing Spider-Man real quick. Since they were going through the trouble of rebooting it anyway, I thought it would have been great if they gave the role to a minority, if they recast it, or maybe even to a woman instead of like a, another white dude. It's like, if you're going to redo the story, like immediately after the story was told, why not change it up a little bit? Give us something entirely different but with the spider-man powers you know at least you'll have something unique you know so you'll, you you'll... would like to see instead of uh andrew garfield like a miles morales type yeah i mean okay. garfield and, and as peter it wouldn't you know as peter parker as mm -hmm. peter parker give, okay like, give peter parker make you know or make it a miles morales giving like give well, miles we morales are, a story we are kind of seeing that well, first of all, we're seeing that in The Flash. We just discussed Flash. Iris West was not traditionally African-American. Yeah. Um, and she is related to Wally West, who becomes the second Flash. Again, yeah. was a white character in the comic books. Uh -huh. In the upcoming Fantastic Four movie, we've got the we've got half of the Storm family is African-American, which, yeah. again, seems like something more to explain 
than not. If you're going to make the, the Storms African-American, just make them both African-American. No, I, 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 it's easy it. to me. He's adopted. One of them's adopted. The end. Yeah. Yeah, or the, I get the it. dad married like he had two wives and one of them was white, and one of them was black. There, mm-hmm. I mean, it seems, and you know, but he was adopted young, so they're like still like brother and sister, and they conducted each other. They they act like they're brother and sister because to them they are. So right. that to me is like an easy explanation. It's like that's okay. fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, you know, switch it up. You're doing Amazing Spider-Man. Switch it up a little bit. Give us something we haven't seen within the last right. ten years. And again, mm-hmm. I like Andrew Garfield. You know, though I like the way he is as the post-accident Peter Parker Spider-Man. I think he's still too attractive to be like, you know, an, an outcast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, dude, that dude's not an outcast. Right. He's fine. Uh, okay, but now Star Wars Rebel. Back to Star Wars Rebel. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm not going to go into it if you haven't seen it. Um, but the gist of it, it's, it takes place between episodes three and four. Uh-huh. Um, you've got a kid who's roughly 14, but he's Force-sensitive. He has the potential to be a Jedi within him. And you've got a smuggler who was formerly a Jedi. Uh-huh. <clears throat> and him and his outcast crew are, are go- gallivanting around the galaxy trying to, you know, smuggle. And meanwhile, so it's like, he's it's like training Firefly. this kid to be a Jedi. It's like Firefly. Uh, yeah, there's very much a Firefly element about it. Yeah, I could definitely see comparisons to it. But what's cool about it is the time frame, since it's something leading up to Episode 4, it's stormtroopers that you're used to. It's TIE fighters that you're used to, you know? It's all this stuff that is not, you know, Clone Wars prequel era. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So I, I think there's some interesting aspects about it. Uh, the only thing to get around is like, well, where are these characters, you know, during the movies, of course. You've got yet another Sith-type Sith type character. Um, I don't get what his origins are exactly, uh, but they're just there because you need someone who can sling a lightsaber around. Yeah. You well, know. they all tragically die. Sure. They all tragically die. They're going to meet horrible ends. Yeah. And Ahsoka was still never to be seen again, apparently. So, yeah, apparently when they say, oh, there's only just this one potential Jedi, they were like, well, except for those other schlubs. They can't do squad, apparently. Well, no, I mean, Luke is like a special Jedi because he's like yeah. he's probably the most powerful because he's born from the most powerful. So, yeah, I think I mean, that's basically is... it. It's like yeah. Luke was down from that lineage. Who who can overthrow Vader, even though Vader's about a fourth of what he used to be? But exactly. who can overthrow Vader? But emotionally, has physically, that. and emotionally. Right. The one person right. that could possibly reach into Vader is his mm-hmm. son to mm-hmm. find that humanity. Who else is going to do it? Nobody. Not Ben right. Kenobi. Nobody. Not Yoda. Yeah. Nobody mm-hmm. except for his son. Right. Who probably or reminds him of his wife or his daughter. Mm-hmm. But, you know, George Lucas likes guys, not girls. Uh, so, <laughs> yes, he did make her into a strong woman, though. I mean, she was, you know, sure. She just no one ever found her and taught her the, the Jedi powers. Right. Right. But she's very confident. She's a confident uh, woman. Mm hmm. Uh, so, you know, I take that back. No, George Lucas. I mean, you know, he didn't have a lot of women in his universe, like maybe two. But uh, the two he had were like powerful, like they were in charge. All right. Cool. Do you have anything else written down? Let's see here. Oh, I got a plenty of stuff, buddy. Let's oh, let's hear, hear it. Let's hear it. All right. We we didn't really discuss Arrow except briefly in your hatred of it, but I'll, we can <laughs> oh, leave so that why for do I another hate it? time. Yeah, why oh, okay. you hate Arrow. So let me okay. put that at the bottom. Bottom, okay. excuse me. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, let's talk about... Um, Let's see. Let's go over Gotham brief briefly. We'll go over Gotham. Okay. Now, for Gotham, I've only seen the first four episodes. Well, then you're. Oh, then you probably saw a good one though. Did you see the one with um, where uh, Bullock uh, goes over that that old serial killer or something like an no, old case? I don't think I saw that one. What was the last episode saw you saw? Uh, the last one was Penguin was revealed to the 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 guy, the Hispanic guy from Dexter. Okay. He found out that, that that the penguin was who he was, with, okay. Uh, Fish Mooney. Oh, so um, so he so, just found out, and the, so like he, he, Jim Gordon spilled the whole truth about him still being alive and how that to happened. to the guy from Dexter. Yes, Maroney. Yeah, Falcone and Maroney. So right. yeah, he spilled. Falcone. Yeah, yeah. So he saves Penguin twice, basically. This right. This is like the second time he saved Penguin's life, 
And yeah. Penguin has a weird affection for Jim Gordon at this point. Now okay. after, well, even before this, but now after this, because Jim Gordon has basically saved his life twice. So mm-hmm. yeah, that that goes into a very interesting episode, like one or two very good episodes after that point. Um, okay. And uh, you know the thing with Gotham is, uh, you know, I've been watching how they've been handling Bruce Wayne, and I'm like, this kid, you know, he's acting weird, bro. He's he's not like a kid. He he acts very odd. Um, right. You know, like he doesn't understand basic kid things like, well, you know, why do they do that? I don't understand, Alfred. You know, mm-hmm. and it's like and, I, and, I, and I'm, I'm starting to think I'm wondering if the writers kind of made him slightly autistic, like Sheldon Cooper autistic. OK, where he's just like there's some human emotions I don't understand. And I'm a very logical person. But when you mm-hmm. think about it, who is the yeah. kid that's going to have their parents killed that turns into this like efficient vigilante? And it's probably sure. going to be a kid like that. If he has the physical prowess to match that logical mind, that's your Batman. So, yeah, that right. makes sense. Yeah, it does. Well, that that kind of goes back to what DC comics did with their alter egos versus Marvel. Marvel was, you have regular people becoming superheroes, whereas Bruce Wayne and Clark Kent were the alter egos to their true identities, which were Batman and Superman. Mm -hmm. So Batman is really who Bruce Wayne is. And Bruce Wayne is just the persona. He's learned how to mimic people behaving in social situations. Yeah. So he's kind of a sociopath. Yes, he is like Sherlock Holmes, except he does a better job with the act, right, of being a regular person. But he does have mm-hmm. feelings; he does care about people. Yeah. So yeah, they're they're related. You see a little bit more of their relationship, like in the most recent episode of Gotham mm-hmm. between him and Alfred Pennyworth, and and I'm liking how Alfred Pennyworth is shaping out the guy that they got. He's doing okay. a good job. Um, All right, that's good. And they actually do. They give Selena Kyle a lot of stuff. Like in the last two episodes, she's had like some real dialogue, not just there. How old is this rendition of Selena? Uh, she's probably around the same age as Bruce. So how old is Bruce? Like 12? She's I thought probably Bruce 12. was about 12. So you think she's about the same 11, age? 12. She's young because she hasn't that, had puberty yet. So That being the fact, and, and I agree with a friend of mine who, who made this point, uh, she noticed that they really do sexualize someone who's that young. And it's a little bit disturbing. You know, what I'm fo- you follow what I'm saying? Like, there's uh-huh. a lot of shots of her, you know, of her rear end wearing skin tight clothing, just like a lot of stuff where it's like, hey, she's hot, right? Well, I mean, she's young, but isn't she hot? It's like, whoa, <laughs> slow down. I'm not quite following. Well, they they in the last couple of episodes, they really played up her the childlike like that. She's okay. a kid still. OK, so she's not. Uh, she, no, they don't really do that in the last couple of episodes. All right. <laughs> then that, then that's Tell your promising. friend to calm it down. All right. Get the hoses. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, it's pretty good to watch them interact. It's been good. Yeah. It's been, you know, now you got to watch. I mean, the last couple okay. of episodes, a lot. I will. I will catch up once the uh, the winter doldrums hit. I will be doing a lot of catching up. There you go. You got to binge. You got to binge that's it up. Right. That's uh. right. With with the Hulu. Exactly. Hulu Plus. On the That's phone. Right, word. Hulu Plus. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. What so else you got on that list? Mm, let's see. <clears throat> Only a couple of things. Let me get rid of Oh, I want it real quickly. You went over how Clark Clint is Superman's alter uh, ego. One of yes. the things that I did like about Smallville mm-hmm. is how they really fleshed out the character of Clark Kent. Okay. And I do believe, I honestly do believe, I believe that, like, I, I, I find it more logical to think of it that way. That Superman is Clark Kent's alter ego and that he is actually Clark Kent. Okay. And that he just puts on the Superman, you know, you know, when he has to. And obviously with the Justice League, when he's in the costume all of the time, you forget that. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I hated how they shoehorned him into journalism. It's like, you want a job, kid? Here, you're a mm-hmm. reporter. It's like, did right. he even study that? I mean, the other girl, what's her face? Chloe? Lois? Was like, oh, Chloe. Super, okay. yeah, super into journalism. He wasn't. And you'd think he right. would be because he has such a mysterious past. You think he'd yeah. be the one digging into his past. And they could have made it that way, but they didn't. They made him right. into a stupid guy. 
He was a yeah. stupid, nice guy. Always. But I think that's playing into what I'm saying is that he wasn't naturally a journalist. The but journalist the, is just an angle that he portrayed. But then he can't, you can't have a job at just like playing it. And, and, and you need to be good at your job or you're well, going to get But fired. when you've got these superpowers that make you instantly faster than everyone around you. And you can always be at the location of the event. I think that's how he progresses. It's not because he's a talented But he journalist. has to be a good writer. He can't just be there. He needs to be able to write well and communicate well, he could have studied English. On. He could have studied grammar. Uh, I got here first. Building was on fire. Fireman came. <laughs> Ladies happy. Superman saved her. The end. Sign Clark Kent. <laughs> Clark. Um... This is amazing, Kent. We're, beat, we're scooping everyone. Perry. It, uh, I don't even, there's, no even, there's no even punctuation. Perry. All right. You know what? Lane, you proofread this and put his title on the byline. <laughs> what? You want me to write this for? <laughs> I'd just That's be rewriting right, What do you it. think we hired a broad for? <laughs> oh. oh, Perry. Good thing you've got Gibbs. <laughs> oh, you be out of here on your hot keister. Kent, get me another story. Whoosh, whoosh. Here it is, Chief. Amazing. Whoa. That's amazing. Lane, on the way to your typewriter, get me a cup of coffee. Yeah, it's like Mad Men here. Smoke, smoke, <laughs> smoke. Oh, man. He has to be competent at his job, and Smallville didn't convince me of that, but Smallville did flesh out Clark Kent as a character, and that's what I liked. That's like one of the good things about that show, that it did feel like he put on the persona of Superman, but he was always Clark Kent. And you lose that in the movies, too, because in the movies they basically suggest, hey, for you know, from your from eighteen to thirty, you just go away for a while, and you come back with all the knowledge you need to be a journalist. And it's like, what? What yeah. do you mean? What happens to him between eighteen and thirty? What happened? Oh, he just disappeared from Earth while we trained him, and then we brought him back. In the ways of American journalism. Yeah, exactly. That, that's ridiculous. Uh, but that, you know, that's what I you know that's my side aside to Smallville. Uh, right. Oh, how about Constantine? Have you been watching Constantine? Oh, um, I missed, here's what the thing is, is I didn't have time to watch the, the pilot episode and I think it just expired on Hulu. Okay. Oh, and the then first I also one? heard that they might be canceling that show. They might be. They reduced the order down to 13 episodes. I mean, I, right. I think it's a decent enough show. I don't mm-hmm. know the comic, but I saw the movie, um, you know, and, and I'm not saying it's like the movie. It's not like the movie per se, but it's like, it seems like the spirit of the comic is trying to be honored in this show. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's disappointing that they're not giving it a chance. And you would think it would right. do better, especially as it's paired up with Grimm, which is another ah. kind of supernatural show. And, and Grimm is like... I want to catch up on, too. Yeah, and Grimm is like, oh, it's you know, I just caught I've up seen, to the last episode. I've only episode. seen the pilot episode of Grimm. Uh, is, it, is it wrapping up? What, Grimm? Yeah. It, well, I don't know that it's wrapping up. Uh, okay. I mean, they just... No, it's not wrapping up. They actually okay. just well, had a good. pretty good uh, last episode. Things are getting back to normal. I am currently on the previous season of Once Upon a Time. I've I've not watched that show. So you are kind of the opposite of myself. Uh, I am into Once Upon a Time, and I've watched only the first episode of Grimm. Um, but you've not seen any Once any, Upon a no, Time? I've not seen any Once Upon a Time. What I, I, I do really like the show. Do they make you watch that? Does your Who, boss Disney? make you watch that? <laughs> have, you been, do not. have you been brainwashed in by fact, Hydra? Yeah, I wish, right? No, what happened was uh, whenever they ref- do anything that's Disney-like, I, I do cringe because I'm like, oh, brother, I wish it wasn't so Disney-like because I I do like having the idea of the fairy tale characters touching upon their mythology in regards to the storylines of the characters you're seeing. Uh-huh. And there's a lot of tying in other characters and a lot of characters playing multiple roles uh, from multiple fairy tales, which I think is very clever. Yeah. Um, but uh, when they do stuff like, Oh, and by the way, Mulan. And I'm like, yeah, oh, that's, I was just thinking Mulan, they shoehorn Mulan in there. They shoot. They totally shoehorn Mulan in there. In fact, there's one episode where they're like, Oh yeah, you're in a movie. They made a movie about you. It's kind of cool. I was like, Oh, I hate this. But Barring that, barring the blatant references to Disney, which there aren't as many as you might think, when they when they come, I do cringe, but it doesn't take away from my love of the show as a whole. And there's some performers on the show that are legitimately good. 
and you hand them a, a script of some ridiculous situations and dialogue, they make it work. I have to I have to applaud some of them for how well they deliver their lines in this show. All right. The um the one of the main villains uh, plays Rumpelstiltskin. Uh-huh. Apparently, he was in Train Spotting. I just was yeah, told he was in Train Spotting. It's kind I of a big deal. I didn't realize it was the same guy because I haven't seen role. Train Spotting in over twenty years. He so. was in Train Spotting. He was in Twenty Seven Weeks Later. He mm-hmm. was in the show uh, Stargate SGU. Okay. Uh, he was good in that. Yeah, uh, Robert yeah, Carlyle. Yeah, like. He's overall, he's a really good performer, so he really does carry the show. Yeah. Oh, he's and, a great actor. Um, yeah. I mean, like, I, if, if anything, I think that's the selling point of the show. And, like, most people that I know that haven't seen it, they, they react well knowing that he's in the show, and he does live up to his, his history. His pedigree. Yes. I'm glad he does. Glad They're he all does. on Netflix, Carlos, so you can I catch don't, up. Uh, I don't think I need to do that ever. No, you're never going to watch it? I don't think, I I really don't have any desire to watch Once Upon a Time. Like, what's the draw? What's the draw of this show? The draw of the show is kind of like the draw of any of these shows we're talking about today. is where you're familiar with the story of the character. And so they put that character in new scenarios. And then you've got multiple characters from multiple fairy tales interacting with each other. Okay. Maybe one day mm -hmm. when I break my leg. (laughs) <laughs> I'm stuck in the hospital for a couple of weeks. Oh, well. There's Once I, Upon a Time. I'll be bed. I'll watch Once Upon a Time. Okay. And I'll be like, oh, I should have I should have watched this no sooner than I have. And what else is on your list? Anything else? Oh, goodness. Okay, let's see. I'll just read you the list. I'm going to just read okay, the whole read list. read the list, okay. and we'll, we'll, I'll edit out anything that we don't talk about. Okay, so I had Jurassic World, which we only mm-hmm. touched upon briefly. Constantine. Mm-hmm. And I haven't really discussed. seen that trailer. Just know Chris Pratt's in it. Uh, there is Chris. Yeah, Chris Pratt's in it, but it's a good trailer. Uh, okay. Ian Malcolm was wrong. The park can work. Just pay the IT guy. Um, you have Constantine. We, you haven't seen it really. Uh, okay. Grim, uh, The Flash, we talked about. Marvel and DC, we've mm-hmm. kind of gone over. The Hundred on the CW, which I enjoy. That's a show okay. I suggest that you watch. Okay. Um, Agents is of it just Sh- starting this season? No, this is the second season. Okay. Agents of Shield. Uh, we talked about briefly Gotham and Arrow, and that's what I had on my list. I saw right. I saw Billy Elliot the musical live as a fandom event in a movie theater. That was exciting. What is that? Billy Elliot the musical. It's a musical based on who's a the, movie. Who's Billy Elliot? Billy Elliot is a movie. It's a kid. That's in a mining town in London in the 80s, but he happens to be an outstanding ballet dancer. But in his town, that's not uh, that's not like that. The male Uh-oh. is such it's an outstanding footloose. dancer. It's, it's, it's well, da- dance is allowed story. just by like ballet dance is allowed by girls. But when they <laughs> see like a little boy trying to ballet dance, they're like, this is crazy. You can't do that. But he's really good at it. Uh, and then so he starts it, dancing through a, a a coal mine area, there, and they start playing. There is one point when there's like kind of an angry dance, and he dances <laughs> with his future self. And what they did is they cast one of the original Billy Elliots as his future mm-hmm. self, and the audience uh, in the venue, wherever it was, like clap like crazy. Um, uh, because for every Billy Elliot, they cast like four Billy Elliots because it's a kid's part, but it's such a demanding role. I mean, he's almost in every scene. He has to sing, dance, and he has to act. It has to be a triple threat. This kid didn't do a great job, but it's okay. like to see what he had to do was impressive. Gotcha. And then at the end, they brought out all the old Billy Elliots because it was a special event. It's like an anniversary of Billy Elliot. So they brought out mm. all the old Billy Elliots and they all had shirts that said Billy and they all started dancing. And then the four newest Billies are like, get out of the way, old man. We'll show you how it's done. And they started oh, tapping. And it was this whole thing with a bunch of guys in Billy shirts. Okay. It was exciting. And anything else? Uh, that's it for right now. You haven't seen the Jurassic World. You haven't seen Constantine. You're nope, not caught up with a... Grimm. We talked about the Flash. What right. do you think about uh, Doctor Wells? Because I, I don't, know, I don't know the comics. Is what he... is my speculation on Doctor Wells? Is he Professor like Boom? Is he Professor Boom? Basically, I think Professor Zoom. I think Professor so. Zoom. Now, is is there a Harrison Wells in? 
I don't the DC think there universe? is. No, I don't think there is. Okay. Now, here's my thing. He would seem like the obvious bad guy. Because right. obviously right. he killed someone. Like sure. He, he yeah. killed that uh, other rich dude to protect Yeah, yeah. He, he stabbed him in the in the gut, yeah. I love the, I love the scene. I, did you, you saw the last one, right? Yeah. Where Barry loses his powers? Yeah. I love when the newspaper, Gideon, we get a name to the computer. I love yeah. when the newspaper's changed. I love that it's a newspaper. Like right. five or ten years in the future. I think it's ten years in the future. I love that uh-huh. it's still a newspaper lead sheet instead of like a website page. Yeah. I love that it changed. Like, show me Barry Allen. Show me the Flash. No records of the Flash. Look again. No records of the Flash. Show me Barry Allen. No records of Barry Allen. Look again. I like that he's freaking <laughs> out now. Right. I'm not crazy about how hoping that in the seconds that he asked that, that the timeline would have changed. Yeah. I don't like, I know that they did it for dramatic effect just to freak Mm -hmm. him out. So you Mm -hmm. see that he, he, you know, things can happen that are outside of his control, but I didn't care for how the newspaper changed and then changed back. It's like, it would have still been the flash. Those events didn't change. Nothing, no event occurred that would have changed the paper because nothing from the future altered time unless you're counting Harrison Wells himself as being a variable that can alter time. And him like yeah. saying, hey, kill me, don't kill them as well, being I think a variable. He he basically got Flash's powers back, right? Didn't he have a theory on how to get the Flash's powers back? Yeah, to jumpstart the Flash. Yeah, so had he not done that, then that newspaper would have remained. Yeah, but... Because Why there wouldn't was no he have done, but he would have done it without talking to the newspaper. He would have done it. Yeah. I mean, and that was, or would he have? Yeah, I think he would, but we don't know exactly what he's looking for. We don't know why he's there. What, what his goal is yet. Remember, he was saying that it's unfortunate that he does all these good deeds all over the place. I think the reason he thinks it's unfortunate is because it's putting him in harm's way. He doesn't want Barry to die before this event happens. This event has to play out in his scheme. I see. But why does, like, then it's like, why does he think he has to be there? Why wouldn't the event happen without his presence? It's like he's trying to protect something from who? From whom? Who is he trying to protect? There's a lot of unanswered questions. There's a lot of unanswered questions, and I don't know. But he, he wants that newspaper article to play out, and he wants Barry Allen to be known about at the point that he's communicating with. At, in time. Now, here's what I'll ask you then. Do you think mm-hmm. that Harrison Wells is the reverse flash or that he sent the reverse flash to threaten Joe? It could be what you're saying. It could be a future version of Iris's uh, boyfriend because we do know that there is a version of the reverse flash that has Iris's boyfriend's name. Yeah. In the Eddie. comic books. Yeah. Yeah. So that much we know. So potentially, yes, he could have sent Eddie back in time with the Flash's powers, which he's now learning on how to steal or acquire, you know, via this lightning guy yeah. blackout. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, it's uh, stuff's stuff's building up. And I'm, I'm very interested in the Wells character as a whole. Yeah. You know, what what is his what is his goal? Yeah. My assumption is that he himself is Professor Zoom. But I I don't know. And who and that, is Professor I, I Zoom in the Flash universe? Like, what is his role? He's he a villain. From yes, the future. He is from the future. He can travel back in time. And he's a villain. Um, he is a villain. He's definitely a villain. He's got the Flash's ability to to go real fast and to time travel. Um, and in a very recent story, Flashback, um, Flashpoint, I should say. That's the name of the story. Is he went back in time and he did the act that you see kick off this TV series flash. Okay. He is the one that killed the flashpoint um, paradox Flash's mom. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then the flash undid that, but then he wasn't the flash anymore. Flash undid that. I believe, but in, in the comic book, when, when, um, Barry Allen's mom was, Oh no, I'm sorry. Flash undid that, and I believe what happened was it caused a parallel timeline where Bruce Wayne was killed in that alleyway, but Thomas Wayne survived, and other stuff happened as well. So there was a a different reality where Barry Allen was like, well, I've got to undo this, and he realized he had to go back and alter what was undone. 
So did Barry Allen's mother then die in the regular Flash timeline, or did she not die? This is a new uh, series. Okay. This is a new event. This is like, they really didn't delve back into Barry Allen's past in the last 50-something years. So it was a very recent thing that Barry Allen was like, oh, the reason why I became involved with police was because my mother was killed, and um, I always wanted to solve that crime. That was new. Okay. That was never revealed before. And then they were like, oh, it was it was done by your arch nemesis, this guy, and blah, 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 blah. So he went back in time to undo it. All right. Um, so, yeah, originally Barry Allen just was part of the police because he was part of the police. That was it. So this is all kind of evolving out of a very recent storyline. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's uh, I don't I'm not crazy about that. Then that the Flash was basically created because of some time traveler that altered like he would have been the Flash anyway. So then I don't get how the Flashpoint paradox works. He would have been the Flash if his mother didn't die. His mother dying didn't make him the Flash. So I'm not not I'm not familiar enough with the story to tell you whether or not she's alive or not in the current reality. All right. But I believe they introduced it as, oh, yeah, she. She died, and, and it was it became my mission to go into the police. Now, what I'm curious about then is that do they assume that not enough people that are watching the show are familiar with the comic that they can try to surprise you with Harrison Wells being Professor Zoom and an evil villain that's in, responsible for the death? Or I think they that's just... part of it, but keep in mind they're not using any of the Reverse Flash names in titling uh, Harrison Wells. No, they're not. So there's still some possibility that it, it that he is not the reverse flag. Yeah, because it seems too obvious. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially when Joe goes to him and says, you know, basically says, I'm still going to explore it. Oh, you are? Okay. And then the reverse flash shows up. So it seems like right. he's a, it's a red herring. You know, it's like. Yeah, I, I agree. This guy it has seem to be like the guy. It's all so. pointing that direction. And plus he's hiding so much stuff. He's like, oh, by the way, I can walk. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I'm going to do all these douchey things behind the scenes. Yeah. Yeah. Clearly, they're setting up the the Wells to be uh, um, a villain of some sort. Uh huh. You know, and and clearly he has some connection to this yellow blur. Yeah. Yeah. So it would, you know, I I'd be very. But yeah, I think there is an I assumption be... that there's a lot of people watching that they won't know what the deal is because they're like, what is this? What is he talking about the future? I don't get it. So yeah, it's uh, and and even as a comic book fan, I'm I'm still speculating, big time. I would just be happily surprised mm-hmm. if Harrison Wells was not like the one sending that did not send the Reverse Flash. It would make sense for him to do so if he thought it would create mm-hmm. Barry. So right. I get that, mm-hmm. but that makes him the obvious choice to be like like being the puppet behind the scenes. So it would be great for me if that wasn't mm-hmm. the case. It was like, I didn't do that. The obvious. Yeah, I didn't do that. Like I am. I have done things to protect Mm -hmm. the timeline, but that was an attempt to alter the timeline, Barry. And I'm here to try to preserve it. Yeah. Because of that event, you did not become the Flash or you weren't Mm going to become the Flash. So I had to make sure that the part of the accelerator, blah, 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 and Mm -hmm, set up a mm -hmm. bunch of things in motion to fix the timeline. Right. And at this point, that's still a possibility. And I think it would be great. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I wish he would just check the next day's paper. Oh, flash found. Everything okay. Flashback. <laughs> That'll be the headline. Flashback. The flash returns. <laughs> this is a great. This is a great headline, Kent. Flashback, Thanks, Chief. The flash came back. Everybody, sign Clark Kent. This is a great story. What a scoop. Lane. And Lois is like, this is not, there's no detail in this whatsoever. Lane, you're over 40. You shouldn't even be here anymore. You're lucky you got a job. Now get me my future coffee. Uh, curse you, Perry White. <laughs> Keep fixing this. Women get... will break this glass ceiling eventually. <laughs> there ain't no glass no more, Lane. It's a future ceiling. It's a force field. <laughs> it's a future. It's a force field ceiling, stupid yeah, broad. You stupid dame. Get out of your keys to try to get a story as fast as Kent here. <laughs> I'm going to go smoke this cigar. Do you, do you at least want me to proofread it? No, our news, our news readers are so stupid now that this is exactly their level of understanding. 
Kids when also writing tell them something inflammatory that'll make them believe more in their personal political beliefs. Good job, Kent. Thanks, Perry. <laughs> All right, I think it's time to wrap it I up. I think it is. We're past just past the hour mark on my clock here. Me too. All right, so just tell me when to start recording. <laughs> no, what? son of a whore. This was a test, right? We're testing ah! one, two, three. Testing, testing. <laughs>